everywhere for you. Hyrule is under attack. What are you doing? Well, excuse me, princess. I've been listening to Virtual Theater's episodes all about The Legend of Zelda cartoon. They're both hilarious and insightful. Okay, Link, I guess you're off the hook. I've heard that Virtual Theater is a podcast that only covers video game movies. Why haven't I seen this episode released yet? Because this is a Patreon-exclusive set of 13 episodes. This is only being released to patrons, along with other great bonus content. Well, don't just dilly-dally, Link. I know of all the great episodes available for free over at soundcloud.com forward slash virtual theater. But tell me where I can sign up to get these bonus episodes. Over at patreon.com forward slash virtual theater, of course. You know, princess, I think all this info deserves a kiss. Not a chance, Link. I gotta go get those Legend of Zelda cartoon exclusive episodes. I'll see you later. Well, excuse me. everyone and welcome to the Omega Metroid podcast. My name is Andy Spateri, joined as always by Dakota Lasky. Dak, how you doing? I'm not doing too bad. Not doing too bad at all, Andy. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I, uh, You're yawning a, a lot. Tired. You're making me yawn, <laughs> if anything. I, you know what, I was, uh, I, you just caught me in a yawn right there, because usually you, you tell a little bit of a story, you let us know how you're doing, and I was like, okay, I got I got a second <laughs> to yawn here, but you just, you, you caught me red-handed right there. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit tired, we, the new puppy is, uh, he's, he's keeping us up, but, uh, it's all good, he's super cute, so it's, and it's super worth it, so, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good, I actually, uh, rolled credits, on Metroid Other M yesterday, so oh. I have a lot of notes, and I'm very, very, very excited <laughs> to talk about it next week. So next week we're gonna focus on the story. Week after we'll do the gameplay, and I I have a lot of thoughts about this game, and I'm I'm really looking forward to that actually a lot. I don't have anything to add to that because I I'm 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 not. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it. Um, I still have to play it, and I have to make some time in this coming week to play some other M, which I cannot believe that I'm saying that in 2021. That's that's enough. You know what? You know what? My here's a small sneak peek for next week. That maybe for next next week, because it's it's more so the gameplay. The gameplay is you know what? It could have been good. Uh, I'll just I'll throw that out there, but we'll we'll save that for uh, we'll save that for. I don't the know. Next I I hate the here. discussion of like it could be good if it was you know better. Blah, blah like yeah, any a ton of things that are bad could be better, but it doesn't. Re- I think potential should never really be in the the discussion because like it isn't good. It isn't. It didn't do that thing. Other M. Oh, I I am I'm gonna play it though. You know what? I'm gonna give it the fairest of shakes. I promise. So, we'll see how it goes. Well, that's good. Yeah. 
uh, and and we'll have we'll have a good talk about it. I'll yeah. I'll rein in Dak a little bit here, and we'll we'll have a no, you won't. We'll have a good we'll have a good chat. Um, but let's talk about the Nintendo Direct that just happened here. Uh, mercifully, Nintendo finally gave us some news to talk about on this show. Even really, if there was <laughs> what, no, no Metroid news. <laughs> what, what, what Nintendo well, Direct are you watching? News? There was no news. This direct sucked. Yeah, there, direct you know sucked. there's there was a lot of good. It did not suck. It was one of the worst directs. It was one of the this. I have realized that Nintendo. This is once again where there is a complete discrepancy and like a uh, huge contrast between the Nintendo's perception of something and the audience or the consumers or the fans' perception of something. Right? For Nintendo, a Nintendo direct is just like sending out a memo. Like they just put out information. It doesn't matter to them. Every, like this was the first Nintendo Direct in forever, so everyone's like, "Oh my God, this is gonna have like some amazing stuff." It has to. There hasn't been a really like true Nintendo Direct in forever, and it had nothing. It had nothing at all because Nintendo doesn't think about Nintendo Directs like that. It's like a just like, "Oh yeah, whatever. Here's some new information." Like they weren't planning on this being a really huge, grandiose thing just because it was the latest Nintendo Direct or the you know latest one in a long time. And sure enough, we got absolutely nothing. It sucked. And it was a huge waste of my 50 minutes. So, um, yeah, I don't know what news Dak, you're did, talking did about. Did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed today? Did somebody no, steal your I, lunch money? No, I, I, I had a pretty normal day, but you, I you definitely don't agree that Nintendo that Nintendo Direct had, had news of any other than... Uh, there are a couple things that were pretty noteworthy, but... It was certainly one of the worst. Somebody's picking on you. Let me know, and I'll talk no, to them. No, I, I mean, can, I can take care of this for you. I just, I mean, I just don't think. I just think it was a pretty subpar direct. It was one of the worst ones that I can think of. Oh boy. Well, let's uh, let's get into it because yeah. I disagree. I think that this direct had um, some pretty good stuff. Was it like the best Nintendo direct I've ever seen in my life? I don't think so, but it had. A ton of like really really awesome stuff that I I'm really looking forward to, um, so I am thankful that we got the first Nintendo Direct in over 500 days. Uh, there is there is a lot of stuff that uh, that we'll talk about here that I'm looking forward to, but of course there was no Metroid news, and I don't know how surprising that is. I I think that I wasn't surprised, but I was like. Maybe slightly disappointed. I thought that, you know, there's always... It seems like there's been rumors of, like, a new 2D Metroid game that have been swirling around for, like, the last two years. Which makes sense, because, I mean, like, Mercury Steam's got to be working on something. Um, I, I think that the chances of... Going into the Direct, I thought the chances of new Metroid being shown were, like, maybe, like, 5%. Like, maybe 10% if I really, really wanted to be optimistic. So, I, I wasn't surprised that nothing was shown, but... I think I think that you can still be like a little bit uh, disappointed, or just like ah, damn, like that. You know, I I didn't think it was gonna happen, but I was hoping. And when that didn't happen, um, you know, it, it still it still stings a little bit. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't. I didn't really think that there was gonna be any Metroid news either. You know, I kind of like played it up a little bit on Twitter, but that's just like kind of the fun of speculation. You know, that's just part of it, right? Like you kind of like, oh, I hope there's some Metroid stuff, and just. You know, if there is, that's great. If there isn't, well, you know, you get over it in a day or two <laughs> and you move on with your life, right? I don't think it's a big deal to get excited over something, even if you know it's not going to really happen. Because if it does, then like, oh my God, that's sick, you know, you surprise yourself. Um, yeah, I would say probably like a 5 to 10%, probably 5% is, you know, the most realistic 
not just we're just throwing out numbers, but like that seems pretty right to me. Like, yeah, I didn't really expect anything, especially because if I remember correctly, they were focusing mostly on games that were coming out like this year or, you know, first half of this year, right? Like quarter one. Yeah, quarter like two. in the next six months. Yeah, quarter yeah. three, yeah, stuff like that. So like that's nobody's expecting Metroid Prime four in that time. Um I I I don't think it's necessarily out of the question for them to like shadow drop or like quickly drop like a two D Metroid like and announce it, you know, five to six months ahead of time and like that could have fit in that window. But at the same time they didn't do that, so I'm not surprised. Um yeah, like I agree. I think yeah. as a Metroid fan, like you can kind of go into it in a fun way, like oh, I hope we get some Metroid Prime Four news, we get something. But at the same time, I think everybody was pretty w- was pretty certain that we weren't going to really get any Metroid news, and that if we're going to hear anything about Metroid Prime Four or Metroid Five or another two D Metroid or whatever it is, Metroid Prime Pinball Two Two or whatever, wow, um, you know, something like that. It's probably gonna we're probably going to hear about it, you know, sometime this summer at the earliest, you know. I, I would agree. I, I think that so one of my main takeaways from this direct, and you kind of alluded to it earlier because you falsely said that there was nothing, but there was some stuff that was obviously held back for this direct. And um, you know, I was covering this for Zelda Dungeon, and if you notice, they did not explicitly say Zelda's thirty fifth anniversary once during this show, and obviously. They didn't explicitly say Metroid's 35th anniversary either. So I actually, I'm pretty confident that in the next couple months, we're going to have like a Zelda specific Nintendo mm-hmm. Direct that's going to take place just like the Super Mario one did. I don't know that I would necessarily... Uh, it's not going to happen for Metroid, Metroid specific. Yeah, it's not happening for yeah. Metroid, yeah. I, I do think that, um, you know, we were talking about E3 a couple weeks ago on the show. And and I do think that there is going to be a Nintendo Direct in and around that time. If it's if it's part of E3, if it's just part of something else, if it's part of nothing, if it's just a, the next Nintendo Direct whatever, I think that it's going to be in and around that time and and that's where I could see them saying like, you know, either, you know, we have this new 2D Metroid that we've been working on or maybe they finally pull the trigger on Metroid Prime Trilogy. I think, you know, I think Metroid Prime 4 in 2021 is is out of the question. Uh, I just, I don't see that happening. Um, But I do think that we're going to have another Nintendo Direct probably in June or in and around that time. And it's going to be like a big full-scale Nintendo Direct. And they are going to to show off some, I mean, they're going to show off a ton of stuff. And I think that the chances of Metroid being in there are, like, again, they're not impossible. Like, they're not 0%. Are they... You know, are they uh, 80%? No, I don't think so. But I, I think that it's a, a decent shot that we do see a Metroid game of, you know, of some kind later in the year. And, and it might make sense if that was like the October or, or potentially even the September release. Um, I could see that happening. Yeah. You know, I think at this point we've been waiting for the Metroid Prime trilogy to come out on Switch for so long now that it's like it could come at literally any time. Like Nintendo could tweet about it tomorrow and be like, hey, this is available this week or next week. Right. Like there's almost there's almost no difference. Like they clearly don't care like when when it drops. And we've been waiting for it for so long that, like, there have been so many opportunities where they could have dropped Metroid Prime Trilogy and it would make a lot of sense and be really hype, and then it never happened. So those moments, like, you know, could be coming in the future, and I don't feel any more expensive of it happening then as I do it happening five minutes from now. 
Nintendo could just tweet it. Nintendo could send me an email in two minutes. Be like, hey, Metro Prime Trilogy is on the eShop. Go get it, you know? Like, they don't care. So, I don't know. At this point, I'm kind of... I don't even... Like, I don't even think that there's a stronger chance that Metroid Prime Trilogy or Metroid or whatever will show up in that big Nintendo Direct as it would in some small Nintendo Direct like we... Or, or one like we had last week or whatever, you know? Like, that's how I kind of feel at this point. Like, there have been so many opportunities and we still haven't gotten Trilogy or news on Prime 4 or news on Metroid 5 or whatever it is that at this point I'm just like, hey, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm done kind of, like, getting expectant for certain dates. I'm just like, okay, like, whenever it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, which sucks because, I, you know, the longer that these games don't come out, like, I think there's going to be less hype for it. I think less people will care. There's, like, a lot of good opportunity to get the trilogy out to people now on the Switch who have a Switch, right? Not really sure what they're waiting for, but maybe they know better than I do. They're the IP owners. Uh, you know, who am I to say what to do with their their franchise? But, yeah, um, I'm hoping that we hear something soon because, once again, we get another director. We get absolutely no information. And at the very least, I, the trilogy doesn't even need to be in a direct. Just say something about it. Um I really don't think we're going to get, like you said, Metro Prime 4 in 2020. I think everybody agrees with that. Um, but a Metroid, like a 2D Metroid, I could see being announced like this summer or sometime in the next couple months for a later in the year release because that's not like a game. Even though it would be a big game for Metroid, it wouldn't be, in the grand scheme of things, a huge game. Something that they would need a ton of build-up towards, you know what I'm saying? I think that a new 2D Metroid would occupy... The same kind of release that uh, that like uh, a, a Link's Awakening yep. did a couple years ago, or like Xenoblade Chronicles Two did, where yeah. it was it was a big game, but it wasn't like the big game of the year. Like I, I think that they'll have something, um, obviously in November, like a big game for November, and I don't know what that is right now, um, but yeah, we'll see. I think that you know my running theory, at least with Prime Trilogy, and I think our our pal Duminal said this too over on tw- on Twitter. Um, I I think that what they're waiting for is for somewhat of a concrete plan for for Prime Four before they release that. At least that makes sense to me to say like, okay, so if if internally we have a projection of let's say that Metroid Prime Four is gonna come out in summer twenty twenty three. Let's just throw that ballpark number out there. It makes sense to me that they're just like, all right, you know what? Here is Metroid Prime Trilogy, and it's coming out summer 2022. So you guys have a year to get acquainted with the Metroid Prime games and, and you know realize why you should care about them, realize why this is such a big deal. Because 90% of the people playing Metroid Prime Trilogy on the Switch will probably have never played Metroid Prime Trilogy before. Um, and so I think that that is the reason that they haven't pulled the trigger on that yet. For a 2D Metroid, I mean, who know, maybe they're not even making one. Uh, who knows, right? Like, maybe Mercury Steam is doing something completely different that we don't know about. But I do think that it makes sense that they're working on a 2D Metroid. So, yeah, I could see that being 2021. I, I could realistically see that being 2021. I would be, I mean, I would be disappointed if it, if it wasn't or if it didn't turn out to be true or didn't turn out to be happening. But I, I wouldn't be, like, absolutely shocked either. So I think that's kind of where we just are as Metroid fans, where it's like, you know, yet cautiously optimistic, but we're we're not super super shocked if if nothing happens, because you know you kind of get these long cold spells in between releases, and uh, you know this is going to be 
you know, we're coming up on four years since Samus Returns here pretty quick. So, um, yeah, yeah, you know what? I, I could see that game coming out in in 2021, although I do think that it would be announced, like I said, in that uh, that E3 time period Nintendo Direct. Because I, I think that they would make a big deal out of a new 2D Metroid, or at least put it into, like, their main presentation. Metroid Prime Trilogy is something I could see them just doing kind of like what they did with Paper Mario or Age of Calamity where it's like here's the trailer it comes out in three months and that's totally fine and I think and I think that would be totally fine for Prime Trilogy so yeah yeah, I I mean I think we do have that on the horizon here's my eventually somewhere here's my Metroid conspiracy theory I think the reason why they haven't released Metroid Prime Trilogy now and why they won't release Metroid Prime Trilogy for a while is because they're going to pack it in with Metroid Prime 4 that's what I think is actually going to happen that they're going to release Metroid Prime 4 with Metroid Prime Trilogy as its whole game. You'll be able to play like all four, or like they'll release them at the same time. Um, I think that's why, because they're trying to, they think that it'll sell better by releasing it around the same time as a new Metroid Prime game. And or they think that maybe the, the older games, while still good, might be like a bit too like um, outdated for like modern, I don't know, like today's casual gamers. Like, the, the, the controls from the first two games, like, that it doesn't have, like, true dual analog. Maybe people won't like the motion controls. I don't know. Um, or, like, they don't th- they, they don't think it'll look good. I'm not entirely sure. Like, the, the original games didn't sell as well as I thought. I'm not, like, I don't think that. I'm thinking maybe that's what they think. Um, even if they were to update the controls for this trilogy. So, but I what I really think is actually that they're, they're going to be packing it in with Metroid Prime 4, releasing it around the same time because they think... It'll either be beneficial for the Metroid Prime 4 package if they, you know, package it in with that, or if they release it around the same time, they think it'll sell better by releasing it at the same time as Prime 4 coming out. So that that's my theory. That's my conspiracy theories. That that's the reason why they've been so waiting on, this whole time. On. You think so in, in this theory, is Metroid Prime 1, 2, 3, and 4 on the same cart? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like either they put Metroid Prime 4 you know, release the game with one, two, and three included on the same court, or they release trilogy as its own thing, like as a separate package, but release it around the same time as Prime Four. Like either one, I don't think like that's really like the 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 pivotal point of the what I'm trying to make here. Right? Like the point is that I think like releasing it around, like they're whole they're waiting for Prime Four to be ready, is what I'm saying. Not like. Right, or that, that's what I said. Yeah, I think that right. Well, whether or not they include it in the game itself is not like they could, or they might release it as a separate package. My point is, I think they're waiting for Metroid Prime Four to come out, um, and that's why we haven't gotten trilogy yet. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with you with that. I, I feel like when they have an internal date for Metroid Prime Four, and they're like like three hundred and sixty five days away, then it's going to be like, all right, let's release trilogy now. I, I feel like there is like. There, there is, there is zero chance that the the games are packaged together. I don't think like that's, a, I don't think that's a zero chance. I definitely that, don't that, think that's that a zero chance. That theory is ludicrous because then you're just flushing money down the toilet. Of like, you can sell the, the I trilogy don't, I and don't you can also think sell that Metroid they, Prime Four. I, I think that they don't think releasing it on its own would sell enough to be worth doing it unless they did it by putting it into Metro Prime Four. That's what I think they think. That is ludicrous. I don't. I don't necessarily think so. I think they they might think that by releasing it with Prime Four, it might add to that package, or you release it around the same time, it the sales would go up. I mean, if you really look at the all time sales for Metroid, it's really not that high. So like for them to really 
put out Metroid Prime Trilogy, I think it really has to be financially worth it for them. So they're probably waiting for Metroid Prime 4 to come out. Again, I don't th- I don't think that it's probably going to be packaged with Metroid Prime 4 itself. I'm just saying, like, I th- most likely they would release it as its own thing, obviously. But, like, I think they're waiting for Metroid Prime 4 to come out. Like, just how, like, they released Metroid Prime 1 and Fusion, like, around the exact same time. When those originally came out, I think they might do like Metroid Prime 4, Metroid Prime Trilogy coming out on like the same day or same weekend or same week or something like that as separate games, you know, fine. Um, uh, okay, if it's a separate games, it's not. Limited, you're, you're getting you're getting is, caught up on yeah. whether or not it's in Metroid Prime 4. That's not what I'm trying. I don't know why you're getting so caught up on that. That doesn't matter. Fine. It's not in Metroid Prime 4. I don't know why you're so caught up on that. Let's say they're releasing. That's because it's ludicrous. That you, well, you're suggesting the, that they're going to come the, out together. That's not the important. I just said it's not the important part of what I'm talking about. Who cares? What it, like the Okay, fine. Let's forget about that. They released Metroid Prime Trilogy as its own game cart. And then they released Metroid Prime 4 as its own game cart, right? Okay. <laughs> they released Metroid Prime Trilogy around the same time as Metroid Prime 4. That's what I think they're doing. They're waiting for that to come out. They're going to do like a, a Prime 1 infusion kind of deal. That's what I think they're doing. Uh, I, I don't think so, but that that is less ludicrous than what your initial suggestion was. Um, but let me tell you something about Metroid Prime Trilogy. Let me tell you something about Trilogy. So, um, one of the big highlights for me for this Nintendo Direct was Skyward Sword HD. Skyward Sword is one of my favorite games, like, ever. That's such a fantastic Legend of Zelda game. Everybody kind of dumps on it, but I think that they dump on it unfairly because of the motion controls and, like, the big catastrophic E3 reveal that it had. And, like, there's just a lot of other stuff that went into Skyward Sword that wasn't necessarily the fault of the game, but people associate with it that that make people look on it fondly, is my theory. So, one thing, that they totally, like, they completely revamped the controls for Skyward Sword, which is absolutely huge. You can have a button-only mode where you can go, you, you can use, like, the, uh, the right joystick, basically, almost like the C-stick in Super Smash Bros, where, like, now it controls your sword and you can do skyward strikes and and all that stuff and i was watching that and i was just like that's amazing because this i i feel like it bodes really well for prime trilogy so like obviously nintendo knew that the controls were a problem or outdated or just not feasible for how the switch was you know uh, presented um versus the wii so i was watching this and i was like this really gives me hope that their Nintendo is just going to be like, you know what? We're just scrapping the the entire like Wiimote um, gameplay of how we did Metroid Prime Trilogy, and we're just going to do dual analog because it's simple, it works. Um, you know what? It would take a little bit of effort to do that, but obviously they put in the effort with uh, you know with Skyward Sword HD. So I feel like there's no reason why they wouldn't do the same with Metroid Prime Trilogy too. So I was watching that, and after my initial excitement for Skyward Sword HD kind of wore off, I, I started to think about Trilogy, and I was like, I think that this actually bodes pretty well for that in how we hope that that game you know, controls and plays and comes across when it eventually does come out. Yeah, I was a little confused. Maybe you can help me with this. So like the, the button controls, like, so how do you control the camera? Like, wouldn't the right stick be used to control the camera instead of, like, sword strikes? Like, I don't, I'm confused about that. Because that's not dual analog. So, yeah. So, I mean, basically, it's it's going to probably... The camera's going to work the same as it has with uh, 
kind of like Zelda games of, of that era where they didn't have dual analog, but you did have the camera following, and then you would press your, um, uh, I think it was L on the N64 controller, maybe it was Z, and the camera would center behind you, and, and that's kind of how you you use your controls and your camera follows you. Um, it's It's probably not as intuitive as like dual analog cameras and it might be a little bit of a learning curve for people that started out with breath of the wild but you know it it still works actually like pretty decent i played skyward sword last year and and didn't really have any problems with that so i i think that that's going to be um an issue that will take a little bit of uh of a learning curve to to get around but once you have it you're you're not going to notice it anymore i mean like like i played zelda games all my life without basically with that control mechanism with the camera centering behind you um, so I, I feel like, and, and you know what, some people, some people might be turned off by that and that, and that's fine. I totally get it. But I feel like the compromise to, to mapping out the, the sword on that stick is, is a lot more important to me than mapping out the camera. Just, just so that like now there's like so much more people that can play this game, right? Like if you have accessibility issues, uh, you can play this game. If you just like hate motion controls and I get that you can play this game and you don't have to set up your stupid, Wiimote bar and your your Wiimote Plus and get some double A batteries to put in there, which is what I had to do for other M. By the way, it was a pain in the ass. Uh, now you can just play like on your couch. So I, I think that that's like a really great thing for Skyward Sword, but also for Prime Trilogy because it shows that Nintendo is willing to to tinker and refine the um, the controls for older games. Well, actually, if you are a uh, if you if you know. You would know that you actually don't need the, the sensor bar when you're setting up your Wii. You just need like a lighter or like a candle. You can even use the sun. Um, so you actually don't need the sensor bar. But anyway, um, yeah, I agree with you on the point that it is a good thing that they're willing to make those control changes. I was I was confused when they explained the button controls because they like were talking about the sword slashes on the stick. And that still didn't sound good to me. And it still doesn't sound good to me. Um, though it does sound, I guess, better than motion controls. I don't know. I'm just used to Breath of the Wild now, so it sounds like a step backwards. And, uh, you know, hopefully with, like, Trilogy, they they just make it true dual analog, and that's fine. Or, you know, they include dual analog, and then, like, dual analog with gyro. That would be really cool. I think that would be likely as well, because a bunch of, you know, Wii and Wii U and... Or Wii U and Switch games use that kind of concept, too. So, <clears throat> um... Yeah, I mean, I'm probably not going to get the game. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still Skyward Sword. Just still doesn't seem like a, a game I really uh, like. I'm really dying to play. Maybe I'll give it a chance, but $60, I really doubt it. I'll wait for it to go on sale, mo- most likely. Um, and I and I hope Metroid Prime Trilogy doesn't get caught in that $60 range either, though I have a bad feeling it will be because... Oh, it will. It will. It, it will. will, but I really wish it wouldn't because I feel like it's a $40 game. You know, $40 would be way more accessible for more people. The games are... At this point, over a decade old, some of them approaching two decades old. They're not sixty dollars as a three dollar three game package at this point. Um, so unfortunately, that's probably what they'll be priced out as, and I'm sure Nintendo will get away with it and probably make more money for it. But I wish they were a little cheaper because I think that would be better for more people. But what do I know? I'm sure they know better than I do. Um, yeah, I mean, I I do agree with you though. I think the the willingness to make those changes definitely bodes well for a trilogy whenever that happens. Yeah, you know, um, I feel like, so they charge full price for the Mario 35th anniversary collection, and those were just, like, really bad 
like emulations of those games. Like there is no quality of life improvements. So there is like zero chance that if they do these tweaks with the controls and prime trilogy, like we're hoping uh, that it's going to be anything less than full retail. And, and frankly, I I'm totally fine with that because like, you know, there is a lot of work that goes into doing all this stuff and marketing all this stuff and, and whatnot. So I, like, I'm fine with that, but um, I don't know. I was going to say, I can understand why people wouldn't be, but I, I have a hard time actually with that, especially for Skyward Sword. Cause like they literally redid the entire control scheme of the game, but I digress. Um, yeah, that, that was really exciting to me. Um, it did make me very hopeful for, uh, you know, for prime trilogy when it actually did come out. And I do think that we're going to, to hear some more Metroid news later in this year. I, like I said, I think we're going to get a Zelda specific direct because there is enough that they held back from Zelda in that Nintendo Direct. Like, they very briefly mentioned Age of Calamity DLC. Um, they really only showed the one trailer for Skyward Sword, and they did mention that uh, Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be shown at, later at this year at some point. So I, I think that Zelda obviously has um, a few more tricks up its sleeve. But I could I could see Metroid, while it wouldn't get the, uh, you know, the big grandiose, it's got its own direct kind of treatment. I, I do think that they would acknowledge it i would hope in some form even if it was just like in passing in uh a nintendo direct it's like we have another game celebrating its anniversary this year i don't know maybe i doubt it mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see all right well, let's let's talk about some other stuff that uh that took place during the direct here um notably for our show one of the things that stuck out was um blasphemous getting a free batch of DLC. So there's like new challenges that look super duper hard. There's a boss rush mode, but maybe, uh, maybe most importantly, there is a crossover with, uh, I think her name is Miriam and she's from the bloodstained games, which is also another great inspired by Metroid title that we'll eventually cover here on the show. But, uh, you know, this is, this is kind of cool. I don't, I don't know that I would ever go back to blasphemous. I wasn't like blown away with blasphemous, uh, you know, comparatively speaking to some of the other games that we've done, but uh, I do love that they keep on adding content and, and refining things, they tweaks and, and whatnot. So um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, the, the indie level of games definitely makes these crossovers a lot more palatable and doable as well. Right. And we've talked about crossovers. We'll talk later about crossovers too, like with Metroid and, and how it kind of works in some ways, kind of doesn't. But like for stuff like this, I don't know. I feel like it definitely works, and you know, makes a good takes a good advantage of trying to get that like cross pollination of fans and try to get more people into other games. Like I'd love to Axiom Verge to do like that kind of stuff. Maybe I think that would be cool. Um, yeah, Blasphemous. I I enjoyed a lot. I would, I I might go back for this. I'm I'm considering it because I thought Blasphemous was pretty solid. Though I end up liking uh, Guacamele better or more. Um, Blasphemous was was a solid game, and I have not checked out Bloodstained, so probably end up doing both, just checking out Bloodstained, and then after doing so, I'll go back to Blasphemous after that. Yeah, Bloodstained, when I played it on the Switch, had, um, I think it had some performance issues, for sure. Like, there there is a lot of lag. Um, it very much wears its Castlevania uh, inspiration on its sleeve, so I do like that. Um I don't know that I would go back to that one though either, but I like, I know that this, this, you know, both series have a lot of fans. So I I think that it's cool. And I do like that, you know, 
they can have these kind of crossovers and, and stuff like that. I think like it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty neat. And it's not something that you really see a whole lot of, um, you know what, actually you mentioned it and let's talk about it here for a quick second. Um, I was kind of hoping that we were going to see Axiom Verge too. That one, that game would probably be more at home in like an indie direct. And I, I understand that, but uh, I'm just, I'm just like really excited for this game. And it seems like the release date is like, itching a little bit closer it was supposed to come out fall 2020 mm-hmm. obviously uh that that didn't happen, happen. Uh, through no fault of of you know tom hap but i was hoping that we could get something on it I, I think that we still have a decent chance to hear something about that in like an indie direct somewhat soon but you know that that's pretty much the closest thing we have to uh to a new metroid coming out <laughs> in the future uh, yeah you're pretty much right <laughs> um which is sad to say so that's, I mean, you know, I, I'm looking forward to Axiom Verge 2 and Axiom Verge was really, it was a really solid game. Uh, I still think it's, uh, it sucks that we kind of have to rely on indie developers. Not that it sucks, but like that we have to rely on indie developers to essentially get this kind of game and not actual Metroid games just is not, it's not the greatest. Yeah, fair enough. Um, all right, let's keep it moving here. Uh, so I have a fun little bit of trivia for you here, Deck. The last, the last Nintendo Direct, September 2019, 500 days plus in the in the past, ended with Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition as the big reveal and, and the big game that they ended the show with. Uh, this Nintendo Direct starts off with Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And uh, a nice little bit of, of bookending there. Of course, uh, it's not for Xenoblade Chronicles 2 proper, but it is to introduce us to Pyra and Mithra, who join Super Smash Bros. Dak, what do you think about this? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure which which reveal I thought was uh, more boring. This one or the Byleth reveal, uh, or one I care less about. I mean, I, this is for Xenoblade uh, fans. This is cool, I guess. It's another anime sword fighter. So from a game I don't really care about, and they're just anime characters. I don't know. This doesn't do anything for me. If you like Xenoblade, that's really cool. Good for you. I totally understand getting a character you want or from a game franchise you like. Obviously, getting Ridley and King K. Rule and Banjo for me was really hype. So, you know, I, I hate to be someone who hates on people's character choices. Personally, for me... Could, couldn't care less. Um, not characters that I wanted to see in Smash. I could name dozens of other characters that I would rather see, but uh, they seem like uh, pretty cool, I guess. And so, so yeah, I I was. It sucked because it like that happened and that was it. We moved on. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, that's that's all right. <laughs> like I was just very deflating. Um, and we moved on and I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm waiting for the next DLC reveal in a few months. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, that, that was, that was a reveal, I suppose. Didn't really do anything for me whatsoever. Well, it seems that nothing did on this show. This direct sucked. This had nothing for me, man. I mean, the reveal, I thought it was going to be Xenoblade DLC. And then it was a Smash reveal, so I was like, oh, like, well, that was, first of all, it wasn't even, like, a cool reveal, you know, because it looked like it wasn't, like, it didn't have any style to it, it wasn't, like, I was just like, oh, this is some Xenoblade stuff, and then there was, like, a swerve at the end, like, okay, like, you know, like, it wasn't, it didn't, it wasn't a great surprise, 
and it just kind of, and then it moved on. Like Sakurai didn't say anything. We didn't get like no like, oh, we're gonna get this gameplay after this or tomorrow or something. Sakurai didn't even show up. Like it was, they just moved on. It wasn't it wasn't hype at all. I think it was even less hype than the Byleth reveal. At least this wasn't the last character reveal of the pack. That would have made it worse. But uh, yeah, that was a pretty lame. A pretty big letdown, pretty lame for me. But again, if you like these characters, good for you, and I hope you're enjoying them. And I'm definitely gonna give them a try when they come out. I'm sure they 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 look they look like their character functions look like they're they're fun to use. Oof, yeah, I I I like Xenoblade Chronicles too. I like all Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, Pyra and Mithra, I, th- I think, were cool characters, and it's cool to see like, kind of that dual character coming back into Smash. I was, like, a big fan of the Zelda-Sheik combo back in the day. And even, like, the Samus-Zero-Suit-Samus combo I thought was cool. Um, So I think that it's pretty neat that they're coming in. Um, I do love that Xenoblade has kind of, like, continually gotten elevated, I guess, by Nintendo in terms of, like, its importance as a franchise. Um, I think that it feels like a really good niche for Nintendo as, like, this this big open-world, like, RPG. So I, I was, like, I was pretty happy about this. I mean, you'd, you, you've heard the rumors about Pyra for a long time, and uh, she was, I think, one of the more requested characters from, from fans. So it wasn't, like, super surprising. As soon as I saw, like, the, the port from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I was like, oh, okay, well, like, pretty much every Nintendo Direct starts off with a Smash introduction. So I was like, we're getting, we're getting Pyra in, in Smash, so... It was a long trailer to get to that, but I, I still liked it. I thought that it was cool. Yeah, I, I guess that I should have known when it was first. But, you know, that was just me, I guess, being a little more um, hopeful than getting what we got. Because, I don't know, I mean, like, yeah, you mentioned how there's, like, character swapping. But the Pyro and Mithra look like they're exactly the same. It doesn't look like they have different moves. I, I'm, I might be wrong on that. I'm probably wrong. But, like, she can Zelda at different moves. The Pokemon had different moves. You know, any character that can swap like that at different moves, they're like a different character. So I, I didn't see any differences between they had them. different moves. But I'm sure they have some differences to make it worthwhile. And yeah, I, I'm... A, I, they, have, they have different moves and kind of a different final smash. Not extremely different, but yeah. We do need that Sakurai video, though, for sure. We do. I mean, I'm, they're just going to be like a big sword character. We've already got a ton of those. So if you love big sword, if you love sword characters, smashes your game now, I guess. Um, you know what? I was looking at a graphic, and there are 20 sword characters in Smash of uh, like 80 roster, 80 character roster. It's not, it's not as much as you think. No, it's not, but it's like the prevalence of them. There's just something about it. They just stand out so much. I think it's also because the DLC has a lot of them. Whereas, like, obviously, like, yeah, they don't have, a, like, in the grand scheme of characters, they don't take up a huge frac- portion. But, like, a lot of the newer characters are sword characters. So, like, it's kind of weighted differently. Like, there were less sword characters towards the beginning of Smash, and now they've added a bunch more towards the, the later game. So... Um, I don't care. There's a bunch of anime sword characters. I don't care. I mean, I got Ridley in the game. I got King K. Rool. I got Banjo. I'm not really mad about who they add anymore these days. It's just, it's again, another reveal where it's like, uh, whatever. Um, you know what? I am also like, I'm going to make a prediction here and now that they are not going to stop with fighter pass two. There's going to be a fighter pass three. I'm like pretty confident about that. So even if, even if the ending for fighter pass two is, is a little bit lackluster, I feel like that's okay because there's going to be more. Um, all right, let's uh, let's go down the list here just really quick, and I'll I'll pick out a few things that stuck out to me. 
uh, is something that I was really excited about. And I'm going to start off with the absurdly named yet very cool looking Project Triangle Strategy deck. I have to assume that you did not play Octopath Traveler. Is that right? No, I, I didn't. That doesn't seem like your kind of game. Oh, uh, no. I mean, I actually, okay. um, it was a game that my my roommate at the time when it came out was playing. And I kind of watched them play it. And I watched streams of it. I never ended up getting around to playing it, but it was a game that I wanted to try and looks cool. Um, like a mm-hmm. tactical RPG with the different branches, you know, different stories. Uh, just something I never really ended up getting into. I think I tried the demo when that came out. Um, but yeah, when I saw this, so that that was like a, a tired and true uh, JRPG. Yeah, I'm, like just like a SNES style JRPG. Yeah, which I kind of this loved. this looks cool. Uh, this was around this up the same alley. This I thought was one of the the few good parts of this direct actually. Yeah, um, I I love the art style, and I love that this is like a tactic RPG now, where it's kind of like in the vein of Fire Emblem or Final Fantasy Tactics, and like I'm I'm really I'm looking forward to that. But like, oh my god, I. It, I've like there must have been some executives sitting around and just being like, how can we make a name that's more ridiculous than Octopath Traveler? And someone was like, I know Project Triangle Strategy. I mean, that's the one thing I about this is that like this game is so generic. Like the Salt Iron Wars, the characters are like the most generic anime stereotypes. Project Triangle Strategy. Like, like, it's awesome. No, I just like, I can't do it, man. I can't subject my brain cells to this crap anymore. Like, I just can't. Like, it's it's stuff like that. Like, the gameplay looks really dope, and I really hope the story isn't bad. But like, when I read that, I was like, or like, I was watching this, and like, oh my god, like, can I really play this game? Like, I feel like it's gonna literally destroy the synapses within, like, between my brain cells. It's like, it's it's gonna do something to my neural network and it's gonna like significantly decrease my quality of life i really do believe that <laughs> like i just I, it was so dumb and i'm like oh the game looks really cool but the story and the writing just is atrocious <laughs> and i i hate that jrpgs are still like this in 2021 that they can't write this non-cheesy non-cliche storyline over and over and over again but i digress the game looks uh, like really cool looks like a lot of fun and i'm i'm gonna try it out Hey, you're a tough man to please. I, I, is it Good really Lord. that much to ask for decent writing these days? I'm sorry, but no, it's not. You haven't played the game. You have no idea. You have no idea. Let's move on to something that I hope, I hope that you were excited about this. I thought you were. I'm looking for a pulse in there somewhere. Mario yes. Golf. Tell me that you liked this. There we go. This is a game. There was this. <laughs> God damn news. it. This is the only news. The only no, not only, but this was one of the only bits of news that I cared about from this Nintendo Direct. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for Mario Golf. What is it? Super Rush? Mario Golf yes. Super Rush? Yeah, hell yeah. I absolutely cannot wait for this game. This is. I think I might have pre-ordered it already. It is a day zero buy for me. Like I'm, I'm buying multiple copies. I'm buying copies for all my friends. I love Mario Golf. Uh, I've been playing that since I was a kid, and I'm very, very, very much looking forward to playing this game with my friends, uh, running around uh, on the green. That looks hype. The story mode. I'm looking forward to all of that. I I was so excited for Mario Golf. I'm very much looking forward to playing that. Ironically, I don't think I will get Mario Golf, although I'm really happy that it's being made. 
Because, like, I, I know that there are a lot of people that love Mario Golf. Um, and I was looking this up, actually, and I was surprised to see that Mario Golf on the Game Boy Color is, like, one of the best-reviewed games of all time. It actually blew my mind that that game was, like, so well-revered. But, yeah, I, I'm I'm not, like, a big guy for, for Mario sports games. Uh, even, like, Mario Kart, I'm just kind of ho-hum on. Uh, I don't know what it is. But I'm really... I, I'm excited that they're... I just love that the Switch is, like, bringing back all of these, like, kind of... These old series that haven't had games in a long time. Like, like Mario Golf or, like, Pokemon Snap or, like, stuff like that. That, like, fans uh, really want to see, but they haven't seen, like, forever. So, I, I was really happy about this. Uh, and I was happy for the fans of Mario Golf. I actually had a thought, too. That I, I thought that it was kind of weird that Nintendo kept on making... Uh, Mario Tennis games, but they stopped making Mario Golf, and I don't know why that is, because it always seemed to me that Mario Golf was, like, more successful than Mario Tennis. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it must not have been, but I don't know. I mean, they stopped making Strikers, too, which is a shame, and I really, I'm I'm waiting for the next Mario Strikers to come out, and I feel like now that we've gotten uh, Power Tennis, and we've gotten, we have Golf coming up, um, you know, we're slowly working our way through the Mario sports games that haven't gotten a re-release or a sequel on the Switch or on some recent Nintendo system in a while. And and Mario Strikers is one of those games that hasn't been touched yet in quite some time. And I did. Um, yeah. Did it ever have a sequel? It had. It was Mario Super Mario Strikers on the GameCube, and then Super Mario Strikers Charged on the Wii. I want to say it was twenty two thousand four for strikers and or 2002 2000, i don't know but like maybe 2007 for the wii i'm probably wrong on those years but yeah there was strikers and there was charged and um or super mario strikers and then there was mario strikers charged and i love the original game um charge also has some really cool stuff but like a lot of gimmicks too and you know kind of polarizing i think but i love both games i actually remember one of my first uh tournaments i ever went to was a super mario strikers tournament at nintendo world store now nintendo new york or whatever um, in New York City, back when I was a kid, my dad took me with me and my friends, and that was really fun. So yeah, I would love a Mario, a new Mario Strikers game. Anyway, yeah, that's a good point that they stopped making golf, but kept making tennis games. But it seems like they're going back to the golf, and I'm looking forward to to playing that. They're not just like making a new golf; like they're trying to add at least like you know the story mode again and some other stuff. And you know, I didn't really get too much into the new tennis game because I I saw it was a little bit unbalanced how they made it. Um, and, and, and I liked power tennis, but I think I, I played Mario golf a lot more growing up than I did power tennis or, you know, the Mario tennis games in general. So, uh, I'm, I'm more looking forward to the golf game. So that's going to be hype. I, I think if I did have to pick a Mario sports game, I'd probably get golf, uh, or maybe uh, tennis would be last. And I mean, there's hoops three V three for the DS too, which is also a, an underrated gem of, ga- of a game with the final fantasy characters. Also a sick Mario sports game. I don't know where Mario hockey is. Yeah. Maybe he plays hockey in the Olympics he, or something like so. that. But uh, he probably does. But that could be its its own game too. But just get Sonic out of there. Um, all right. Last thing before uh, we move on here is they ended off the direct in a hype way. I don't care what you say, Dak. This was sweet. Splatoon 3. And I am like super looking forward to this. Um, Splatoon really... It really works for me, and it's, like, totally not my kind of game, which is, like, kind of surprising that I love it as much as I do, because, like, it's kind of, like, it's a shooter, it's uh, it's definitely multiplayer-focused, it's definitely, like, uh, more 
competitive style, I guess, than, than not. Um, and me, I, I like my single player games. I just like to, you know, I, I like to do my own thing. But I really do love Splatoon. It's got such style. Um, it's got like really cool concept, really good gameplay. Uh, you know, I, I think that Splatoon 2 was really great. And like the uh, the Octo expansion that came with it, which was single player, it was like one of the funnest like Switch games that I've played. And I was like, man, I would like totally love just like, like a platformer shooter version of Splatoon. So... I'm hoping that that is like packaged in with Splatoon 3. It looks pretty cool. We didn't see very much of it. Um, actually, they they showed off Splatoon 3, and I was a little bit surprised because it's obviously not coming out within the next six months. But I feel like that's okay. You do want to have a big game to end the show with, and uh, I was I was pretty hyped on this, so I left happy with the Nintendo Direct because we had Skyward Sword, and then we went right into Splatoon. So I I left on a high. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, it didn't really, that didn't do anything for me either, sad to say, which was disappointing, you know, because I, I was a, a huge fan of Splatoon when it first came out in, like, the first game, but I don't know, just, I guess we didn't see enough of it for me to really get too excited for it, because, like, I, you know, Splatoon 3 is, like, an inevitability, right? I don't think anybody was going to say that Splatoon 3 wasn't going to come out, like, obviously, they were making Splatoon 3 as quick as they could, and... Honestly, it looks it looks way too much like Splatoon 2, which looks a lot like Splatoon 1, to be honest. Like, it looks still like the same game. It really doesn't look very different than the previous two games. It's coming out on the Switch, so it's pretty much going to... It looks like another expansion for Splatoon 2 rather than its own game, at least to me. Um, and I haven't really gotten hooked back on the gameplay in Splatoon for some time. Obviously, the Switch Online really doesn't make me want to play the game either because it's still really trash. And like the net code's bad for the game, and the the and <clears throat> and all of really what goes into the online experience is pretty is not great. It's not as bad as Smash, right? But it's certainly uh, you know not great for Splatoon either. And I think I just kind of fell out with like you know you know my friends stopped playing it too, so I didn't really want to play it by myself. I never really got into like the solo queue or like the I'm sorry the uh, the single player aspect of the game i was really always into the multiplayer which i still think is really good the core aspect of splatoon is so awesome and such a good game but i just the the package itself how that like what it's built into is always been lackluster and held it back like splatoon would be so good on pc unfortunately it's not so yeah this was another thing where i saw splatoon 3 the trailer like didn't do anything for me i'm kind of over the whole like splatoon style it doesn't really do anything for me like the inglings and their their whole thing kind of eh not much for me anymore i don't really like the splatoon music either and then like the i guess the implications of the trailer is like i don't know this Spl apocalyptic splatoon world so now everything isn't colorful it looks all gray and drab like it was made in like gears of war like 2007 or something like i don't know it didn't look really great to be honest i thought it looked kind of bad like it didn't look that good to me um graphically so I was, and like the, again, the gameplay looked pretty much similar. So I was, I was very, I was like, oh wow, that was kind of disappointing too. And that was right after Skyward Sword, which I also didn't care about at all. And I'm certainly not going to get. So, uh, yeah, I really hate to be the big bummer here. I just thought this direct sucked. <laughs> it had nothing for me. I thought all the reveals were, were so like unceremonious and, and lacked a lot of hype and really didn't do much um, other than Mario Golf. I thought it was awesome. 
Uh, and I also thought Ninja Gaiden Trilogy is going to be really cool. But again, that just felt... It was just kind of like announced and then they moved on. Like everything felt kind of like they didn't put much effort into really making a lot of fanfare a lot of, behind a lot of this stuff. And and I think that carried over to how much I cared about every individual announcement. So, yeah, that that didn't do much for me. And that sucks because I, I love Splatoon or used to really. And I've kind of fallen out of love with it. And that didn't really do much to make me want to get back into it. So... Yeah, that didn't do much for me, and I, I especially I have so many other shooting games to play, man. You know, it's like I, I, to to take out my Switch to play Splatoon. Just I I feel like I almost can't. I have so many other better options for shooting games these days that I didn't. I guess maybe when Splatoon originally came out. So uh, we got to play sometime though. But mm, yeah, that then that wasn't like a super high note for me. It kind of ended like that. I was like, oh, that's it. That was fifty minutes. Okay, and that was it. Uh, so hold on. So they formatted this Nintendo Direct the exact same way that they formatted every other Nintendo Direct, where like you get a trailer or you get an announcement, and and but this one stuck out to you for not having enough pomp behind the releases. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess certainly it has to do with the the games they announced too, for sure. I'm sure I would have felt a little different if they announced or like showed off Metroid Prime Four or Breath of the Wild Two or Super Mario Galaxy Seven or Donkey Kong One Twenty Eight or whatever the hell, right? So I'm certainly it has to do a little bit with that too, but I think it's just something I've realized over the years of Nintendo Directs is that like, I mean even ba- I mean I think that's just what they become too because even back in the day like Nintendo Directs and like other Nintendo like these like video formatted like reveals and, and events they would do like I feel like had more character like they had skits and they had appearances by all different like people and like a lot more I don't know energy like and, and nowadays it just feels so like flat like they just like oh here's a game here's a game oh here's here's what'd you think about that oh here's this game and here's another one and then it's over uh, you know what actually i i'm willing to agree with you on that i i think that after the passing of uh satoru awadi um it, it definitely definitely didn't have the same charm so i i'm actually i'm willing to agree and with you so on like that, that with, because it doesn't have that kind of stuff anymore when you then also don't have the big games that people like come to expect from some of these like directs it almost has like it just feels very empty and shallow to me uh you know again if this had like metroid prime 4 breath of the wild 2 stuff like that i certainly it would alleviate that a little bit because of just the the scale of those games right but even then like i feel like they would have been presented in a flat way in a way like i mean they 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 literally just came out like hey breath of the wild 2 we're still working on it but we have no news and i appreciate the transparency but it's like this is Breath of the Wild 2 that we like they got nothing. They have nothing to hype us up for this. They have nothing at all. They have Skyward Sword HD. That's it. Like, oh my god. Like it just they're they've gotten like it just felt I, like I such feel like a that was your time. That, like you can't go in expecting Breath of the Wild 2 and Metroid Prime. No, 4, no, no. Those are kind of like I'm not the, a, the fabled games. I'm not expecting you know? both of them. I was just using them as examples. I'm saying that like if those if those types of games were included in this direct, certainly the direct would have felt like a larger deal. It would have felt like a bigger deal, but it didn't have those things. So because it lacks also that kind of character, it feels overall like a shallow experience. No, I wasn't expecting Breath of the Wild 2. I wasn't expecting Metro Prime 4. But, like, everything is just so flat. It's like, they just, like, give us the information. They just slop it into the troughs. Like, here you go. And eat the info up. And, like, there's no... I don't know. I just... I can't even get hyped for it anymore sometimes. Like, that direct was so... Like, it was disappointing, but it was more like, you know, when, like, 
I wasn't mad. I was just disappointed. I felt like deflated, like the wind was out of my sails a little bit. And I guess maybe because I were not that I worked myself up for Metroid Prime 4, but it was just Nintendo in general. It's like, what am I waiting for? Like, what am I anticipating? Almost nothing. You know, like I have nothing to look forward to. I'm in lo- I, I, like, so, and they don't do a good job of giving me things to look forward to. Like they should be giving me something for Metroid Prime 4. Like I complain about 343 and their Halo Infinite like release, right? But at least they give me screenshots of something. Even if it's like a corner of dusty like map, like give me something, right? They give me something to look at, a frame, an audio clip, like a blog post, anything, like anything at all. They do n- Nintendo does nothing and it sucks. I, I like hard disagree with you here. Like, at, wh- what's better to have like a slow trickle of like we've hired the new janitor? Here's one new screenshot, or to have like the hype build up and build up and build up, and finally you get that trailer. Let's just end on that. We're gonna be back next week for our Metroid Other M show. Uh, we're gonna try and be a little bit more positive that week, such as we can, and uh, I'm looking forward to that because it was uh, there was a lot of really swirling stuff. Uh, lots of lots of different things to talk about so and, and you know what next week is gonna be our one year anniversary too so I'm, I'm jazzed about that or I think it's gonna be our one year anniversary maybe it's the week after that I don't know but um, either way we're gonna get out of here for this week I hope that you guys enjoyed the Nintendo Direct keep on uh, keep on hoping for some Metroid news it's it's got to be coming eventually we know that they're working on something we know that Prime is in development so you know, we keep waiting, as Metroid fans do. Um, that's it. That's all. We are going to get out of here. Make sure to check us out over on Twitter, at Omega Metroid Pod. I am at Spateri316, and Dak is at DakCity underscore. And make sure that you check us out over on Podbean, iTunes, Google Pods, wherever you get your uh, podcast. Go and like and subscribe. And we will see you next week. Take care.